Listen, Mama, I know you want to make better, healthy food choices. I know you maybe sort of kind of know what you should be doing to eat healthier, but it's all just so confusing sometimes. There's all these diets and eating plans out there that often give conflicting information. And let me guess, you've tried one or two or more of them, and they haven't helped you make lasting changes to your health or weight. Yep, I've been there, and many other women have been too. But I want to share some good news today. There's actually a much simpler way to start making healthier food choices consistently, and it doesn't have to require finding the perfect new fad diet plan or researching for hours on end. Actually, you can learn to make healthier food choices simply by learning these three things, and they're not what diets or culture are going to teach you. So grab your notebook and a pen, and let's get into it. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really mattered to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. So really quick before I get into this episode too much, I just want to share a disclaimer that I am not a registered dietitian or a doctor or anything, and what I share here today should not be taken in place of what your healthcare provider says. However, that being said, I do wholeheartedly believe that if you start by simply learning and implementing some of these techniques, it can and will make a huge difference in your health and your mindset towards food. The reason I believe in these things so much is because it's it's what leads to living empowered in your health. I think I've shared this before about how I think living empowered is being able to make your best and most informed choices for your health, whereas diet culture often teaches you how to follow a plan that tells you when to eat and what to eat, which really leaves you powerless to the choices most of the time, right? Like diet culture doesn't do a great job teaching you why you're eating or not eating the things, just that you should. And then when you can't follow it exactly, it leaves you feeling guilty and frustrated most of the time. This is why it's so important to learn for yourself what your body needs nutrition-wise and what the Lord is leading you to focus on in each season of your life and how to let go of your food and your health as an idol or as something that's hindering your relationship with the Lord and the calling that he's placed on your life. So actually, really quick, a verse that just came to mind I want to share is 1 Corinthians 10, 23, which I'm going to read from the Amplified. It says, all things are lawful, that is morally legitimate and permissible, but not all things are beneficial or advantageous. All things are lawful, but not all things are constructive to character and edifying to spiritual life. See, God's given us the grace and the freedom to do anything in this world. 
and he invites us into relationship with him through faith in Jesus Christ as our salvation, right? So ultimately, we have the choice of what we do to honor the Lord with our lives, our bodies, whatever, and there's no condemnation or law about it. So the question becomes, how will you choose if given that freedom? So the things I want to teach you about today will help you make informed decisions about healthy eating, about eating nutritious foods that will fuel your body and give it energy. Am I saying that you can't have certain foods? Nope, not at all. And I'm even saying, please, please don't condemn yourself if you do. Enjoy those things and realize that you have a choice to eat what is beneficial and advantageous for your body and your life. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. So all that intro to say, (laughs) the three things are, number one, not all calories are created equal. Number two is that proper portion sizes matter. And number three, how to listen to your body's hunger and full cues. So jumping into it, number one, not all calories are created equal. So that might seem a little bit confusing, right? So let me start out with this question. Is 100 calories of grapes the same thing as 100 calories of raisins? Not exactly. So 100 calories of grapes is actually going to be about two cups of grapes, whereas 100 calories of raisins is only going to be about a quarter cup of raisins. That's not very much. So the reason this is important is because if you were to sit down and eat two cups of grapes, you're probably going to feel pretty full, right? But if you try to only eat a quarter cup of raisins, you're probably going to find yourself wanting more after you eat that small portion. So the reason this is, is because of a concept called caloric density. Now, this basically just means the calories a food provides in relation to how much that food weighs. So my general rule of thumb with this is that a heavier food tends to have a lower caloric density, meaning it has less calories for the recommended serving size, which usually means it has more of a nutrient content too. So foods with a lower caloric density will often keep you full for longer. So like lower caloric density foods tend to have a higher water content, which is why it keeps you full longer because essentially fills your stomach up more, right? Just happens to be with more water. But examples of this are like fruits and veggies. So as you can imagine, eating these lower caloric density foods like fruits and veggies, those are going to give you the nutrient content that you need, right? Versus a high caloric density foods. Now these are going to be foods with little to no water content. Examples of those are going to be like nuts, seeds, dry fruits like the raisins I mentioned before, and highly processed foods. So when you're choosing foods to put on your plate for a meal or to eat as a snacks, the foods with the lower caloric density are what you want to aim for if you're wanting to get more bang for your buck, so to speak. If you want less calories, but you want to feel full longer. If you want to make sure that you are getting as many nutrients as possible out of your snack or your meal, right? Now, if this is totally new to you, I recommend starting by simply trying to add at least one fruit or veggie to every meal or snack. Like, I always say, start where you are and grow from there. So once you master that, you can add more or start making substitutions, right? Now, I don't want to knock on all the high caloric density foods, such as those nuts and those seeds that I mentioned earlier, and even some oils, because these will provide your body with healthy fats. But you'll just want to watch how many you eat or how much you eat, because it's really easy to get carried away consuming too much fat in your diet. Always 
smart to check the serving size and serve up um, just that rather than eating straight from the bag or the container, okay? So that's actually the perfect segue into the next thing you'll wanna learn, which is about proper portion sizes. Now, this really just comes down to reading the labels. Now, I also really struggle with this one because I know that the recommendations on the labels can be skewed at times. So I teach it as a place to start when you're learning all of this. So often when I am working with women, they actually have no idea how many calories they're actually consuming or what a suggested portion size of anything really is. So yeah, that's why I'm teaching this to you today because it's gonna give you an idea of whether you're eating more than recommended or less than, things like that. And I also will say, I know so often looking at portions and calories can seem very uh, quote unquote diet culture-y um, and I totally get that. But that being said, I encourage you to think of this as data collection to help you make the most informed decisions about your foods. Because the truth is, if you don't know what's better for you or what's not so healthy for you, then you aren't able to make a very informed decision, right? And like I shared earlier, my goal in leading you to live a healthy life is leading you to learn to live empowered in your choices, especially about food. Okay, sort of went on a tangent there, but back to portions. So the other thing about portions is being aware that, especially in American restaurants, they are huge compared to what might actually make you feel full or what your body actually needs. Now, I go into so much more detail about all of this. This is really just a brief teaching, brief overview, but I talk about it so in a lot of detail in the Empowered Health Framework course, my online course. So if you want to learn more about it and then also be walked through the exact steps for how to implement all of these changes into your eating, go ahead and check that out. So healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course, or you can send me an email if you have any questions. Do you wish there was a way to enjoy a cupcake and not feel bad about it? Do you wish there was a way to actually work out consistently and even love it? Do you wish there was a way you could live healthy while saving time and energy? I know what it feels like for food to control you, to be obsessed with how much you are or aren't working out, and to find that every time you look in the mirror, you see something less than the beauty you hope to find. You wonder if you'll ever be able to consistently make healthy choices, if you'll always feel like motivation runs out as quickly as it arrives, or if you'll ever learn to see yourself in the loving way you know you should. Imagine if you became the woman who naturally makes the best decisions for her health, the woman who craves nutritious foods over sugary snacks and actually enjoys exercising. Well, that's why I created the Empowered Health Framework, where I teach you mindful nutrition and joyful movement to help you create more energy in less time. You will be able to naturally make the best decisions for your health in a way that honors the Lord without obsessing over diets or exercise, without feeling shame or guilt around every choice, and without taking up all of your time. You'll walk away with freedom and joy around making healthy choices so you can get to a weight you love, live with more energy and less stress, focus your time and your thoughts where you truly want, and ultimately live out the changes you desire to make in your life in a way that's natural and sustainable, all while deepening your relationship with the Lord. So if you're ready to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diets or exercise in a simple, easy-to-follow plan that works for your busy mom life, I've got just the thing for you. I'd like to personally invite you to join my online course, Empowered Health Framework, so you can learn to live healthy God's way. There are now two ways to sign up. You can sign up as a go-at-your-own-pace course or with one-on-one -on -one coaching to help keep you extra accountable as you walk through your journey. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course, find out all the details and get signed up today so you can finally find the time to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy to create the mom life you love. 
So going back a bit, the phrase I just used, what your body actually needs, leads me to my last tip that I want to teach you about, and that's relearning to listen to your body's hunger and full cues. How often do you eat a meal because it's time for a meal and not because you're actually hungry? Do you ever eat until you're absolutely stuffed, either because you're eating so fast, you were distracted, or the food was just so good? Do you trust your body to tell you when it needs to eat? I know for me, this was a huge struggle. I actually discovered in my own eating journey several years back that I had a fear of feeling hungry. And I did some digging and all of the things, and it actually turns out it stemmed from, I mean, several things, but the biggest was that I get motion sick really bad. And it's worse on an empty stomach. I don't know if any of you experience motion sickness, you totally relate to this, I'm sure. So after so many years, and this was from childhood, I should mention, but after so many years of trying to avoid getting motion sick by eating, regardless of whether I was hungry, it became a habit. I would never let myself feel hungry because I was so afraid of feeling nauseous. But as I tried some techniques to teach my mind to recognize my body's cues again, I began to learn and then retrain my brain that feeling hungry was actually okay and it wasn't anything to be afraid of. So this was just one step I took to start learning to trust my body again around food, to trust it to tell me when and what it needed. I, I like to call it mindful nutrition. Many call it intuitive eating, but either way, it's a journey and an excellent thing to learn when it comes to making your best and most informed food choices. Now, the other reason I love this one is because once you learn to recognize your body's hunger and full cues, then you can begin to notice unhealthy eating habits like emotional eating. Now, often those come up when we find ourselves eating when we're not actually hungry. So step one in learning to listen to your body again is slowing down and getting curious with yourself about why you're doing the things you're doing. You know, why am I eating a second serving of dinner when I'm not feeling hungry? Why do I want a cookie at 4 p.m. every afternoon? Am I hungry for breakfast? Does this food make me feel good? Does it keep me full or does it cause me to crash into hunger again an hour later? See, our bodies are all made differently and we all respond to foods differently, which is one reason it's so important to just be in tune with your own body. But also, we have God on our side and he's the one who created us, right? So if this is something that you're struggling with, I encourage you to begin praying about it and talking to God and asking him for wisdom about what to eat and when to eat, how to manage your stress and emotions without coping with food and all the things, right? See, he's a good father who wants to take care of you, his daughter, when you ask. So quick recap, the three things you should learn about that diets won't teach you if you want to make better healthy food choices are... Number one, that not all calories are created equal. Number two, that portion sizes matter and being aware that what you're served or what you might be accustomed to serving yourself might be more food than your body needs. And number three is relearning to listen to your body and recognize its hunger and full cues so you can learn to eat based on what it needs and when it needs it. So I've actually done several other episodes on similar things, so I'm going to link those in the show notes if you want to check any of those out. And I hope that you found this helpful. If you did, please let me know and go ahead and share this episode with a friend. I pray you are blessed and encouraged on your journey to living healthy and empowered for the glory of God. Until next week. 
that wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered.